What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's such a good thing that I name the episodes because you'd name them something like that every time. <laughs> I'm kidding. You can name the episodes if you want. <laughs> Patrick, don't be sad. Back, back, in the, back in the file sharing days. I used to give like a, a a test name to the episode and you never took it. Was I supposed to? <laughs> I don't know that's what that was. Welcome to the Crunch, episode 58. It is your boy Ethan aka Apropostle. And I'm Patrick at Catholic Pat. Pat, we're doing a little bit of noontime recording today. Yeah, this is good. I feel like I feel like you know how Mr. Rogers relates to the youth by being in their homes during the day. I feel like that's what we're doing. Um, yes. I feel like we are Mr. Rogers right now. I've got a cardigan on. Collectively. I've got a cardigan on. I've got some puppets just just to my left. Um, and I feel like we can really bring some joy and peace to the to the good people. What do you think? To the good, the good people of the neighborhood of make believe. Indeed. But it's nice. Patrick, tell the people why we're recording at noon on a Thursday. <laughs> I mean, we're recording at noon on a Thursday because I have a wedding to go to this weekend. Hey, is it your wedding? Yeah. Uh, no. In Aww. fact. <laughs> Plot twist. It's not oh, my dang wedding. Dang it. I um, It's the wedding of my boss. Shout out. And his soon to be at the point that this podcast is released bride. Formerly now. Oh, crap. I just doxed him. Dude. Um, do I have to bleep out those names now? You do. Uh, I'll 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 put air horns in instead of bleeps. <laughs> um, needs more air horns. The classic Ethan Stevie editing trick. Are we doxing ourselves? Do we dox ourselves by using our last name on the podcast? I mean, kind of, but like that's okay because it's our podcast. We can dox ourselves on our podcast. Our entire online personas are just a one-way ticket to dox town. <laughs> so next weekend, um, I'll be able to talk about my experiences at a wedding. It's going to be lit. That's cool. You can remember the time that I talked about my experience at a wedding. Did one of your relatives? Is that what it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was. Really I have a better. Story. I have a better story. Something that happened to me this week. Tell me right now. I'm ready. I okay. want. I so, need. The, I need the nevi. I need the nevi juice. 
I need it. The Navy juice. The Navy juice. So yesterday I was getting up for 6.30 a.m. mass. Ooh. I've been doing that a lot lately. Hey, I'm, hey I'm Patrick, it. you're really holy. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's just funny. You're, just, you're, you're a really holy guy. That's all I have to say. Thanks, bud. Yeah, no I really appreciate it. What, what are you doing? What are you, I don't like what you're doing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep, keep going. Okay. So I was waking up for 6.30 a.m. mass and – I had been doing it all week, and I was like, man, I really need to get some sleep. So I went to bed an hour earlier. Right? I went to bed an hour earlier. I was like, I'm going to get so much sleep. And I, my alarm's going off. Okay. I could tell that my alarm had been going off for a while, but I had just woken up. I look over, and my clock says 6.30. P.M. I'm like, oh, no. But I'm like, I got this. I got this. And so I threw on <laughs> some clothes, yeah. and I busted out the door, right. and I'm sprinting. Like, I, I'm sprinting with my backpack on, and backpacks are hard to sprint did in. You, so I'm like running. Did you have a beanie on? No. I'm just trying to keep the image in my, my head. Like, I lost my beanie. You lost your beanie? So, That's your thing. Yeah, I lost it. It's gone. All right. Carry on. The people don't need to know about my beanie. So I'm halfway to the chapel, <laughs> and I, like, check my clock to see how, what, how my time is. <laughs> and I look at my clock, and it says 535. Oh, no. And I'm like, <laughs> but here's the thing. I didn't know which clock to trust. <laughs> I was like, which clock do I trust? And so I had to Google what, what time is it. What year is it? Have you ever it? Googled what time it is? I have Googled what time it is. Have you ever Have you ever had to Google what time is it? Yeah, I do that all the time. You know what Google said? It was like, why, aren't you on a machine that has a clock? Why are you Googling what time is it? It's ridiculous. So, so what it was time an was hour. It? I actually woke up an hour earlier because my alarm clock doesn't realize what time of year it is. And it it did daylight savings. Um, and hopped back. Well, how do you how do you get up, up on normal days? Are you just I, always in? I don't know. Really? This has never happened before in my life. Oh, your clock automatically I, like, switches daylight savings. Pass. Yeah, it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be synced with oh the real time. Like I don't know how it's like an atomic clock, and <laughs> that's are, what it's called, right? There, are, there are atoms inside this clock. And therefore, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna fly to Kansas, and we're gonna fight. Like one of these days, one of these days, bang, zoom, right in the kisser. The honeymooners. It's a wedding themed episode. That was good. No, that was good. Goof. You know my my clock with Adams in it is usually on time. <laughs> I don't know about you. You want to hear about the dream I had last night? Speaking of sleeping and waking up. Okay, so nice segue. <laughs> so this is. Oh man, I'm thinking about this dream. It was so weird. So I was, um, I was in this room and like my family was around and we were just hanging out. My brother was there, my youngest brother, Ryan, and we're walking around. It's like a cafeteria or maybe like a mall or like a school. I don't know what it was. It was like a student union type situation. And we're walking around and all of a sudden I see this lizard on the ground, like a big lizard. And it had, mm -hmm. it had the, the, the thing, the, the flesh uh, 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 shoot the parachute of flesh around its its head like a like a peacock. Gotcha. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know, I don't know how to describe it. Yes, I know it, exactly what you're talking. It's about. It's like a mane of flesh around its head. So it's this this thing that is like a crowned demon zard is coming after me, right? And I'm like, oh shoot, maybe I should go to the other room. And so I go to the other room. And there's another snake in there with the same with the same flesh shoot. And so I'm like, oh wow, they're 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 multiplying. I don't know where to go. And so I I start to run upstairs, and then I see more. I I look back down. There's like ten snakes, all of the same kind, just chilling. And my brother's freaking out. He's like, Ethan, there's a bunch of snakes. I don't know what to do. So I'm like, 
Ryan, get on my back. And so he gets on my back and we start running up the steps. And the higher up we go in the steps, it gets more and more dense with like foliage and just lizards just all over the place i'm stepping left and right over lizards and then we get to the top and there's a giant lizard at the top and we're like no we're not down for a boss fight so we turn around (laughs) and i start like jumping over all these snakes and i had dropped ryan because he's a bit heavy and he's like ethan i can't do it so i have to run back up pick him up and we're leaping down the steps over all of these you know red and blue and green colored lizards um eventually we made it to the bottom Is that, is that's that the, yeah that's it that's the whole story <laughs> that's the well, whole, you, know, you know what they say Ethan, the you know dream. what they say you know what they say, Ethan? What they say when the real lizards die fake lizards go multiply oh 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 did you just drop an asap ferg multiply reference into the podcast <laughs> yeah I did. that's so <laughs> that's so good i hope i hope somebody out there got that i hope somebody i got know it. it was a two percenter that like, was so good <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of ASAP Ferg, let's talk about our topic today. Wait, sorry, what? I there's no actual segue there. I'm just, <laughs> I just you know you don't have a lot of time, so I'm just trying to move along in the in the show. <laughs> just trying to try to get this show done so I can get on the road. Yeah, yeah. Um, Are you leaving for the wedding today? So, yeah, I'm leaving for the wedding at 2 p.m. my time. So oh, I have like shoot. I'm leaving in like 40 minutes. Yeah. Okay, so we've got. 39 minutes to finish this episode. We we got it. We can do this. We can do this. I think it'll be good. So, Patrick, tell me what you're thinking. You approach me with this idea. I would like to hear about it. So, you tweeted Oh, about... so you're saying I inspired this episode. You inspired this episode. Oh, you wow. inspired me to inspire this episode. I, I color me flattered. Okay, carry on. <laughs> you have no color. We <laughs> I was on Twitter Pale boys. I was scrolling through and I saw this tweet from Ethan Stevie Apropostle and he was like, it's so amazing how God gives us his gift of free will and the best thing we can do with it is become slaves. And I was like, that's that's like a really that's a really deep tweet, Ethan. That's a really that's really good. Like I, I it, it it made me stop and pray, which is something that I like. I like that when Twitter does that because it makes me stop being on Twitter. Um, and then I clicked on the tweet and like someone was taking issue with the holy slavery deal and i was like no they're not getting the point and so but it is something that is a little confusing especially sometimes to me because it does sound like a little counterintuitive holy slavery versus free will so i wanted to talk it out a little bit Mm -hmm. with you because the reading that day at mass was yeah a slave of christ yeah exactly it all related and it's well it's not because of that reading it just so happened to be really cool so to give context so I've been reading, as some of you might know, I've been reading the New Testament, right? And that's kind of been my thing, like at the holy hour I go to um, every day or almost every day for focus, like the focus missionaries have a holy hour. I just read scripture and because I have an hour, what else am I going to do? And I was <laughs> reading um, this. So the passage that inspired that tweet, for those of you that would like to follow along, was in First Peter chapter 2. Um, and it's... Oh. First Peter, it's so, so yeah, it's, it wasn't actually like the verse from that day, like for the mass readings. Um, it just was a really cool uh, God moment that they linked up. Uh, it was First Peter chapter two, uh, verse sixteen, that says, "Be free, yet without using freedom as a pretext for evil, but as slaves of God." And I just kind of like stopped at that line, at that verse, and just started praying about it, and. 
I was like, finally, kind of the whole the whole New Testament idea of like the image of being a slave just kind of came together for me. You know, it just kind of started mm-hmm. to make sense because you see in almost every book that Paul writes, he starts out Paul, a slave of Christ or Paul, an apostle of Christ. Um, and he talks about like the idea of being a slave to God and says that we should be slaves to God. And then this kind of image, this metaphor comes up again in uh, Peter's writing as well. And so it's just kind of the, just for whatever reason, like the way that it was phrased, be free yet without using freedom as a pretext for evil, but as slaves to God just kind of made me think, wow, like free will is meant not for us to choose whatever we want to do. Like we do have free will to do whatever we want, but we should be using our free will to choose to not choose what God doesn't want. Does that, there's a lot of negatives in that. So essentially (laughs) we should be using our free will to choose slavery to God, right? Which is, you know, choosing to love him, choosing to, because we are given that option. Like we're not forced to love him. And so we can choose to be slaves, which I think is an incredibly deep and awesome metaphor. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. What, what did you, what did it make you think about? What did you pray about? Um, so one of the, <clears throat> one of the, the, the most significant places where I've come across holy slavery is reading Louis de Montfort, who is the kind of the, the Marian apostle of Marian consecration. And, um, he, he actually, in, in kind of like in a, in a modern sense, this is really funny, but he relates holy slavery to marriage. Oh, Bill ball and chain. Ball and chain. Yeah. No, the same thing. <laughs> That's funny. And so he, he talks about how, because marriage is this mutual possession of two people, it can be likened to holy slavery, but holy slavery. Oh, shoot. Patrick just dropped out. Hold on. Hold on, folks. We're coming back. We're coming back. Where did he go? Did everything just crash? Is my whole life crashing? So Louis de Montfort likened holy slavery to marriage, but he made it clear that, um, well, because, okay, so because marriage is a mutual possession of two people, like the wife says to the husband and vice versa, um, it's it's like holy slavery, but holy slavery is a step further in possession because a husband and wife, their possession of each other ends at their free will because you can't, two creatures can't possess another creature's free will. It's not possible. Um, and so, but when a creator and a creature enter into a marital union which has been made possible through christ then there can be a mutual possession of the free will um and like a mutual sharing of a will because then your will becomes god's will sorry vice versa god's will is your will and your wills become united and um the the perfect example of this is mary which is why he brings it up um louis de montfort also goes through three different levels of slavery and I don't know if you want to, want to talk about oh, those. Oh, yeah, that sounds sick. Let's dive in. Okay. So there's three levels of slavery, according to Louis de Montfort. The first one is natural slavery, which is the slavery that all creatures are under because they are created. So any even, even when like you're writing a book or writing a story, you have complete mastery over those characters. It's, a, it's somewhat of a slavery. There's um, I give my characters four three heads. Slavery. Yep. Boom. Slaves to the heads. 
give give those characters a people. They're slaves to the people, like us. <laughs> We're slaves to the people. people. You're right. And then there's forced slavery, which is um, something that is a disorder because there should never be forced slavery, mm-hmm. but it exists in our world in the demonic. So the demons are in a forced slavery situation with the father. They don't want to obey him, but they're forced to because um, of his position as creator. And then wait a minute, that's what, that's what makes earthly slavery wrong when it's forced is because it's a disorder. Like slavery should not be forced upon someone. So demons, what about, so demons, they like, they don't, you'd say that they are forced to follow the will of the creator, but they don't. They can be. So they're forced to follow the will of God in the sense of like an exorcism. Oh, so like the power of yeah. Christ compels you and they literally like have yeah, to because exactly. of Christ. So like, okay, that makes sense. That's very yeah. interesting. Carry on. Or or the thing that casts them into hell in the first place is is, a, is an expulsion. It's not a freely it's not freely chosen. So their uh-huh. their expulsion is a force. And then um uh, okay. I get you. Then there's then there's free there's free will slavery. There's like a divine slavery which is willed by the slave. Mm. And um, we see this in the Old Testament. When a slave was freed from their bonds, they could choose to stay with the family and essentially receive the rights of a son. Mm. And what would happen is in order to show their unity to the to the house, their earlobe would be nailed to the doorpost. Um, and so this mm. has so their their blood would become a part of the house. And so like their blood, it's a it becomes a it is a covenant. So if, I'm, so if I'm so, getting this right, I mean, this has if I'm getting this right, all you had to do to be adopted in the Old Testament was get your ear pierced. Yep. All to right. a door, which to I a, feel like is a little more painful to, somehow. Uh-huh. To a door with a nail and not at Claire's in the mall. <laughs> is that where you got yours done? It, it is, yes. I did. I got some cartilage uh, work done uh, just the other oh, day. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I've got some nice... A little, a little chain? Little, yeah, a little... Yeah, it actually it loops from my ear down to my nose. Um, to the to the <laughs> bridge between the two holes in my face. Um, so I have one of those, but it loops down to like my wallet, and it keeps my wallet from being stolen. <laughs> so if people try to steal their wallet, they just yank off your entire ear. <laughs> and, they, and then they get so scared, they run away, and I get to keep my wallet. <laughs> How much do you think an ear goes for on the black market? Um, like oh my gosh, there's I feel definitely like, a pun here, but I can't think of one because <laughs> I feel like a non-attached ear isn't as valuable as an attached ear. Like, can you reattach an ear and make it work again? Because I see how you can take out, you can take out a kidney, you can take out a kidney and like put it in and it'll work. Can you do that with an ear? Can you get an ear transplant? If you got an ear transplant, would you hear like the other person? Whoa. (laughs) The answer is no, obviously. But, (laughs) (laughs) but that kind of happens though, because like sometimes you'll get like, People will get liver transplants or whatever, and it's from a young, you know, 20-year-old boy, and then they get the liver transplant, and then they're like, oh, all I want to eat is pizza now, you know? So <laughs> Really? No, that's real. Yes, you get, like, ghost cravings um, from the ghost of the liver that the person you just got. I – that explains – a lot. I must have the liver of an eight-year-old boy. So I'm, saying, <laughs> so I'm saying, like, if you got the ear from somebody that really enjoyed Beethoven, um, Beethoven, <laughs> then you would you would be stuck because you'd have to have one ear cranking classical and the other ear cranking ASAP Ferg because your left ear would just not be down, <laughs> not be down for uh, ASAP. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I this is it. right. Please correct us if we're wrong. Yes. 
We'll accept any corrections. Patrick at thecrunchcast.com. So. <laughs> hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So Holy Slavery, three levels. <laughs> so Holy Slavery. I mean, obviously the, the, desired, the desired slavery is the third one because the natural one mm-hmm. is just a given. And because we are we are in this world whether we like it or not and god made it so it's like it's not necessarily forced but it is just natural just how it is um force is not fun and then (laughs) freely given slavery is it's a gift it's like you can you can choose natural slavery and just be fine with being naturally enslaved but like why not choose the better because the better you become a part of the household you know you become a part of the family. And that's why Jesus says things like, I no longer call you slaves. I call you friends because it, it brings the slavery into, it brings the natural slavery into a divine slavery. And it is still slavery. Mm. You know, no, no Christian should get this idea that their free will is paramount. You know, like you have this gift of free will, but you know, you do realize it can be a hindrance, right? Like yeah. your free your free will is very disordered and you have bad appetites and bad cravings and desires. And like you need to unite those with Christ. And the, the best thing that you can do is give yourself the divine slavery to Jesus through Mary, Mary in consecration. So it's so good. So do you think that like the default is natural slavery? Like we're just yes. we're just operating, we're just rolling, and then like through conversion and through grace we then have the opportunity to choose divine slavery right yes like that's that's how i understand it because i think like your natural slavery description to me just matched what i think of when i think of just lukewarm catholics or fallen away catholics you know or people that just don't really think about their relationship with a higher power at all you know and they're just kind of living based on some vague moral code that they had drilled into them when they were young and they're like, oh, I probably shouldn't do that, but they don't really know why. Yeah, you know, and I should probably do this, but they don't really know why, or they don't really think about it. Um, and then when they have that conversion, they have the opportunity to like unite what they've been doing and what they want to do with what God wants them to do. So, yeah, that makes sense. I'm down for that. Do humans ever experience forced slavery? Um, because I don't, I can't imagine a situation in which they would. I mean. At the end of time, maybe like, like that's the thing when you're going to forced going forced to slavery is an expulsion into hell. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it is chosen, but on earth we don't experience it. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sense. is reserved. It yeah. is. It is demonic. It's reserved for the demons. And it's like it, it, when you think of God's like <laughs> the three, the three sections of God's subjects, mm-hmm. you know, like his, his creations, it's like the angels, the demons and us. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, like, we have we have an option between choosing 
demonically forced slavery or angelic divine slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a, sounds like a really easy choice, but you'd be surprised how many people would rather just be pushed around. Like yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, it's so easy <clears throat> to just want. I mean, I think that we ask, like, you're totally right. I think we ask for that in prayer a lot as we say, oh, God, just tell me what to do. God, just make it this way. God, just make it that way. Make that person do this, which is not really something that's angelic. It's not really something that's divine because really what we should be praying for is, like, God, pray that I have the strength to choose this. Pray that that person has the strength to choose you, you know, Mm -hmm. and instead of God, make it this way. I think we walk a weird line between we choose everything and we choose nothing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a strange, but the beauty of it is, is that it's a choice with, because if you think of a marriage an or a properly ordered marriage, the couple will make decisions with each other. Mm-hmm. One know? flesh. And so if, if we are in a, a marital relationship with the divine, which mm-hmm. we are, mm-hmm. then we do make decisions together. It's just God has humbled himself to our level to make us understand him on a human level. And then through that, we through that relationship with the human Christ, we can move towards choosing the divine things. Almost like we at first, it's kind of like, okay, well, I guess I choose this because I know it's right. But then it starts to be like, okay, I'm choosing this because it's because I I like it and I get pleasure from it. Mm -hmm. This is starting to get a little philosophical, but. No, it's, it's, you're totally right because there's a lot of upfront resistance to living the Christian life. A lot of the work is done at the beginning. Not that there isn't work, you know, throughout our entire lives as Christians, but getting over the initial hump, like you have a conversion and you're trying to get rid of, you know, the sins that you're just used to, like there's a big jump there from, from doing that to living the Christian life every single day and like still struggling, obviously, but, and I think you're right that at like sooner rather than later, if you actually try and you put in work and you really abandon your own will to divine providence, uh, then it gets easy and it gets fun and you find the joy and there is a, is a real joy in abandoning yourself to something greater because it's so stressful to just worry about it all ourselves. Just, I mean, we can see that, we can see that in the everyday, like it's stressful to worry about getting to class and passing the test and, uh, getting the girl and this, that, and the other thing. But when we, and we think that we can handle it ourselves because we're adults and we're told that we can do everything that we want to, but we're never told that if we give up everything that we want, we'll have more than that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling because I think I have these thoughts in my brain hole. <laughs> it sounds good to me. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I Holy slavery, it sounds weird and we're not used to talking about it because slavery is so like, because forced slavery, I mean, you said, does, does forced slavery ever exist on earth? Mm. Well, yes, but not from God. Right. And whenever we think of slavery, we think of forced slavery and all the atrocities it's done and all that mm. stuff. And then mm-hmm. the more like the more world religions minded will think of the way that that Muslims view Allah and like that kind of slavery before right. God. And it right. starts to turn us away from it. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's such a different it's such a different kind of slavery. It's the 
it's the Christ in the agony saying like, Lord, let this cup pass, mm-hmm. but not my will, yep. your will. Yep. You know, and, and that it's that, that's the kind of slavery that we're looking for. And honestly, it looks a lot, it, it's pretty tough. I mean, that prayer of Christ, it landed him on a cross. Um, so yes, holy slavery is not always going to be fun in games, but ultimately it glorifies us and we're glorified through that sacrifice of our will. Um, and I think that if, it, if it's, if slavery to someone who is as, as gentle and loving and kind as Christ turns you away, mm. then maybe you we, need to do some soul searching. Patrick. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Cause it's it, at me or even, or even like, because the context that I learned about holy slavery was through slavery to Jesus through Mary. Mm. And if slavery to such a loving mother is something that turns me off, then I need to figure out why I'm so, mm-hmm. so like attached to my will because my will is dumb. My will on. does yeah. dumb things. Yeah. Makes dumb decisions. <laughs> and again, I think that comes down to people really not thinking about what it means to be a Christian and to yeah. follow Christ. Because if you, if you read through the gospels, if you read through the letters, like it seems pretty clear that Paul, arguably one of the most like, one of the best slaves. I don't know how to like phrase that without it sounding weird, but like one of the people who had a major conversion and abandoned his will in a very serious and real and life-giving way. Um, and reading about the joy that he has and the love that he has for all of the Christian people that he encounters. And like, even when he's in jail and even when he's been beaten and, uh, thrown stoned and thrown out of towns and stripped naked and all of this stuff and you can just hear or read about like the pure joy that he has because he's a slave to christ and that's why he starts you know all of his letters that way is because that's what's so important to him is i paul a slave of christ am so thankful for you and so thankful for all of these things it's like wow maybe there's something to this maybe there's something to, yeah, maybe holy slavery is something we should think about doing. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's something that should really drive the direction of our lives because it worked out well for, for that Joker. You know, I need to get a horse. <laughs> I need to get a horse. I think that's the, the solution. <laughs> I just need to get knocked off. Of I need to get knocked off of a horse, uh, which won't work because we're at uh, Kansas State University. Home. Do you think I could fall off of a cow and it would be just the same? <laughs> we got a lot of cattle around here. Like, <laughs> I don't know how many. I land on a bed of wheat. They got rid of our equestrian team, so I think that if I sneak into the the, ca- <laughs> the cattle area, the cattle pens that they have here, and uh, do a little rodeo, a little personal spiritual rodeo, I will fall off and find Jesus. <laughs> nice. Thanks, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. You got anything else? I got nothing. Oh, do you have to go soon? Are you, like, trying to wrap it up so that you can pack and leave? I am trying to wrap it up because I do have to pack. <laughs> okay. Well, just so you know, the episode is like at 28 minutes. <laughs> oh, no. That's okay. We can we can fill these last couple of minutes with just some goofs and gags that have been on our minds lately. Goofs and gags? Goofs and gags. Mm. Just, another, just another couple of minutes of goofs and gags. What do you think about that? Let's riff. <laughs> Let's riff. All right. Let's Somebody, riff. Hey, hey, take that. We're, we're shaking things up a little bit this week, folks. Everyone's gotten used to our seven minutes of, of banter at the beginning. But guess what? Now we got a little sneak peek at the end of more banter, folks. This is the this is the Ethan and Patrick 
uh, jamboree that you're all used to. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> we need to have a special jingle for the, the Ethan and Patrick <laughs> jamboree at the end. <laughs> all... Yo, my favorite ride slash like thing at Disney World yeah. is the Country Bear Jamboree, and none of my friends ever liked it, and I always got super pissed. Can you tell me go. what the Country Bear Jamboree is? Because it sounds like something that I don't want to touch with a ten foot pole. The Country Bear Jamboree, Ethan, is this show at Disney World. It's a show? It's not even a ride? No, it's not a ride. It's a show of animatronic bears singing country (laughs) tunes. What do they sing? They, I don't know. There's like, there's like a big one and he's got like a jug. And there's another one, he's got a banjo. Again, I haven't been in a while because my friends never want to go with me. But I love it. Like, it's animatronic bears there's like this this little bear that like swings from the ceiling. It's really fun. It's really it's a really fun. Everyone wants to go to the Hall of Presidents and and watch that like good old boy America the Beautiful show and get all like patriotic and cry, but no one else wants to go back to our real roots, which are singing bears. It's our real roots. I've been I've been sitting here <laughs> for like 2 minutes trying to come up with a bear pun with country music artists and I can't I can't think of any. <laughs> I've been, I tried so hard, Patrick. I've been sitting here. I know. There, you could see the steam coming out my ears and going out the window of me thinking really, really. I don't you know. can't top the ASAP Ferg reference. You can't because Earth. well, here's the thing: is that I I don't listen. I don't listen to country music, and so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I go to school in in the middle of Kansas. I don't listen to country music. Please don't tell them. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't know yet. Don't tell the children of the corn. No, corn is Iowa. We're we're we're. I know you get we're, so mad whenever I say corn. Everyone thinks boys. of corn. Just let it be. Do they let really? It be. Is that really the Kansas yeah. stereotype? Yeah, I was talking to my friend JP, who's from Kansas, and he said, "Yeah, we don't even have wheat near me." And I'm like, "Yep, Ethan lied. I knew it." I'm no. That's this is the truth. I'm still trying to think of one. I need you to stall so I can come up with a really good country or music pun. <laughs> You know, just because just because I had a good episode doesn't mean you need to try and top me. No, okay? I have to. I have to close it out at the end. This is crucial for me. This is vital. <laughs> Ethan's like Ethan's like if I don't if I don't get a good pun at the end of the show, it's like holding in a sneeze. It's really no. It's this is how I am a slave to Christ. Is that I'm stuck here until I come up with a, a good uh, a good <laughs> a good goof. What's that guy? Boulder up the cliff. Who? In what? Greek mythology. Uh, oh, Never mind. Sisyphus. No. Uh, oh wow, nice. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> Sounds right. Who's gonna challenge you? Um. Yeah, no, you're stuck here until you can come up with a pun, and you're never going to. There's, there can't. <laughs> wait, there's... wait, hold on. Did they sing a song by Tim McGraw? <laughs> okay, <laughs> folks, that's enough. That's about enough. <laughs> <laughs> You should oh, have because boy. people have been posting pictures already. So email us. We'll get it all sorted out. Um, someone ordered a shirt named Veronic. Didn't have a last name. They wouldn't send it without a last name. I'm sorry. I can't find your last name. So please DM me your last name. I'm going to go Veronica, on a Sam Hunt for some bears. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sam Hunt. That's a, he's, a, he's a musician. I'm gonna go Are you s- still on the go on a Sam Hunt for? You're still bears. on the pun. I was wrapping things up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're you're doing good. Keep going. 
You can find us on Twitter at Catholic Pat, at Bropostle, on Instagram at Ethan Stevie, or at Patrick Nevy the third. Patrick at thecrunchcast.com, Ethan at thecrunchcast.com, Facebook.com slash the crunch. And make sure that you call in to our uh, Google Voice mailbox. We just got another voicemail in today. We'd love to talk about anything that you want to talk about um, on the show in our monthly mailbag segment. So drop us a line at 75 75- Two five one three nine eight nine. That would really mean a lot to us. And plus, you 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 get to hear what you want to hear. No more bear puns. Um, <laughs> only just only good. Only good. Good. Just the original crunch you love. Yes. Just the bear necessities. Oh gosh, darn it! I'm so. Mad. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a good you day. Don't have <laughs> you come up with that right off the bat, and I got nothing. I'm just. I'm, I can't. I'm done with the show. I can't do it anymore. You just did that. You just did that off the top of your head. I did. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Ha- Ethan, I have to. Patrick. I'm Patrick. I have to. I have to go into hibernation after that. That one, that one wasn't good. Oh man, <laughs> folks. I'm gonna put a poll on Twitter right after this episode comes out. <laughs> Who had the better bear be pun? Me versus Ethan. Who had the better puns this show? <laughs> this episode. It's gonna be me, uh, obviously. Oh, but I tried Don't so hard. Tim McGraw. You did. You tried really hard. <laughs> Tim McGraw. Uh, I'm still laughing, dude. It was it was okay. Like it wasn't bad. It had more of a cute factor than hey, a thanks. funny factor. Yeah, it, it. I think it was the suspense and then the subsequent letdown that really sold it. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. I think you covered everything. I wasn't listening because I was looking through names of top forty country artists. Um, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah, I think you're that's... gonna think of one at like two a.m. I, I know I will. Gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna edit it into the podcast right here if I think of another one, and then uh, <laughs> that'll be it. That'll be the whole thing. All right. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you, and we will see you on the Twitters. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.